You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week, we are scratching the itch to talk about all of your mothers. It's kind of rude. <laughs> it is a little bit rude. <laughs> but if we're going to be honest here, we've actually been talking about your mom for the last few weeks. Um, I think we took a break from it last week with the botches and stuff on that, that episode. But the week before that, we talked about classic rock and we, we made mention of, of Bohemian Rhapsody and Renegade, which are, are both mama songs in a sense. And the week before that, we talked about the new EP from Serge Tankian, in which Dan had quite a bit to say about your mom. And so, <laughs> so if you're still listening and not feeling insulted, then thank you. We appreciate that. And, <laughs> and we're here this week doing this because it is the Mother's Day episode. And per its tradition, we always do something for Mother's Day. Yeah, it's been a tradition for us for 16 years. And and main reason is because me and KC, I'm not going to lie, we're mama's boys. Like, there's no doubt. Like, (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. We're both raised by very strong women. And um, yeah, and it's it's, in the process has created two very big mama boys. So we like to use that platform of of the radio show and and now the podcast to do a little Mother's Day shout out every year. Last year, in one of our first podcast episodes, we talked about the In This Moment album "Mother" as our as our Mother's Day episode, and that was that was a lot of fun. So we decided to bring the concept into this year as well, and we're going to do it a little different this year. But nonetheless, it's still a tribute to all the mamas. So our radio show is on every Sunday night. And as most people know, Mother's Day is on Sundays as well. And so every Mother's Day, we, you know, that's one reason why we would also dedicate a show entirely to our mothers. But um, most Mother's Day, my mom spent trying to convince me not to do the radio show. Uh, <laughs> it was it was really funny because she, she would guilt trip me into it. It's, it's my day. You need to stay with me all day. It's my day. <laughs> like. <laughs> I get that, but you know, at the same time, I I've been doing this radio show for a long time, and and you're kind of the reason why I've been doing it. So, uh, yeah, no, I'd like to go and do that and dedicate something to you. I will say that in the most recent years, uh, as I have had a child, uh, children should say, um, since I've yes. had children, we have not been, at least I have not been attending the Mother's Day episode that often because I I feel it's kind of a dick move to. Uh, <laughs> To make my kid, yeah, make my right. make my wife watch both my kids on Mother's Day, <laughs> while I go do a radio yeah. show, that's just it's just kind of a dick move. So I don't do that. <laughs> it's not really taking good care of that other very important mama in your life. Exactly, <laughs> so. yeah. the mother of my children. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm usually the first person to say, "I got this one." Like, go be with your yeah. family. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready. And then Dan's always like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" But. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, I know you're right because I'm. I'm just like I, I can't get that. You know, I can't get out of excuse. You know, he just use those excuses. Come on, he really needs my help. He's, he can't do it by himself. I gotta. I gotta go there. The whole thing's gonna fall Help apart me. without me. Yes. Like, <laughs> how will the mothers know they're loved if I'm not there? <laughs> He's gonna play extra classic rock songs all the way up through the flavor of the week time. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be chaos. 
<laughs> It'll be fires in the streets. No one will know what to do. <laughs> and that's why we don't leave Casey to run the show by himself. <laughs> Not true, actually. Real talk, Casey's probably ran the show by himself more than anybody else. And so, this is very true. <laughs> this is very true. He's a trooper. Speaking of fires and radio show, remember when the fire alarm went off, like five minutes left in the show? <laughs> While we were playing Sleep Now in the Fire by Rage Against the Machine. Like, Are you what? serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. yes. You've never heard that? No. Oh, my God. I don't remember that or I wasn't there for that. This is a good you story. definitely were not there for that. Go on. We announced the song and then we announced the song. We're like, all right, this is Rage Against the Machine, Sleep Now in the Fire. And then right as we start playing it, we hear, and then so we're like oh shit <laughs> we we better uh stop no. this <laughs> yeah no you gotta you gotta explain it. in true guy fashion i went to look to see if there was any smoke anywhere yeah. <laughs> like, yeah i need to get the fuck out of the building wait no no there's smoke there's smoke from the room from the next door we need to go we gotta go so, <laughs> so we let we let the, we let the song finish and we're like um we gotta go. <laughs> there might be an actual fire. <laughs> we gotta yeah. go. Hey, this is the itch cutting out early. See you next oh. week, hopefully. And you can hear the, you can hear the alarm in the background as yep. we're as we're talking on air. Yeah, it's on just air. in the background blaring. Like we gotta go. It's on. Like burr, burr, burr. Uh, that was Rage's machine. Burr, burr. Like, <laughs> And so, yeah, we, we did evacuate the building, and sure enough, there was a fire in the dumpster um, yes. of the building. Oh, right, right outside of the building. Yeah. So, yeah, that was another fun itch story. But, yeah, no, that, that didn't happen on a Mother's Day. But, yeah, we uh, we absolutely <laughs> – I always looked for excuses to go to the radio show. But, no, on Mother's Day, that's that's the one day that I would try to spend more time with my mom. and Or if we did go, we would make the show all about uh, – either the songs that reminded us of of her or songs that just reminded us of of moms in general yeah that's true just have, just have moms in the title <laughs> we even had, i think we had kind of uh an official mama song which i went so far as to try to make a radio edit of and put it on youtube <laughs> which we'll probably link to in the show notes here <laughs> which was i don't know how many years in a row we played the lonely island but uh we have a radio edit of it considering we played it on the radio Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's not nothing the Lonely Island does is easy to edit. Yeah. So if you create one or come across one, you you have struck gold. And so, but that <laughs> song is so freaking funny that we, it was just the perfect one for us. <laughs> well, and it's because all of us, anybody, any, especially teenager or kid going through college can associate to that song or just any person because. You know, your, your parents are always trying to do the best for you and just usually most parents, 99% of them are just trying to do the best for you and like always trying to just help you out and, 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 uh, you know, make sure you're, you're okay. And like, that's, that's what that's going on in that song. And like, they're just getting so freaking mad at her and like the things that they say to her are just awful for one. <laughs> like, yeah. God, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and they start talking about his dad too. Like, Oh my God, yeah. that's like probably my favorite part. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe you fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you sleep? How do you sleep with that guy? <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind that the premise of this track, we're, we'll put a link and you should definitely listen to it. 
is is the Lonely Island, a rap group, is recording a song dedicated to how much they love their mom and they would never, ever disrespect her. And she continues to interrupt them to like offer them like <laughs> snacks and stuff. And yeah, they yeah. yell at her and call say the worst things to her every time and then go back to singing about how much they love her. And How's so, your little rap group doing? We're not a rap group, mom. <laughs> it's, just, it's 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 brilliant. And so, so I don't think I have ever spoken to my mom the way that they speak to theirs in that. <laughs> but it is still no. No, no, we don't do that. But but they do, and in that particular instance, it is hilarious. My mom, uh, you know, so just to kind of give you an idea of of, of me, to be honest. So um <laughs> I've always had a smart mouth. It's it's one thing that I've prided myself on in my entire life. My my mom has not prided herself on that. She's pretty much, you know, not had a good time with that her entire life. And so she back in the day, you know, it, we did stuff that we weren't supposed to do. Most of us got spanked or slapped. And my mom had one of the quickest backhands of any person I've ever seen. It's <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> And so I, I learned that if I was going to say something smart ass, I need to get the fuck out of the way. Like, <laughs> I, I need to be on my toes. I'll do it in the privacy of my own room. I'll just so, make this witty comeback to myself. Get a shield of some sort. So, no, I still made the comeback. I or I would just like leave afterwards <laughs> or hold up my arms or something like yeah. Muhammad Ali. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Block it. Shuffle to the side. <laughs> yeah. Shuffle it on out of there because he knows what's coming after he gets his, his line in. <laughs> but that, that, no joke, and I hate to say this, but that's how I knew it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's jokes are rated on how painful the slap was going to be exactly. that he got back from it. <laughs> how, much the, how much the sting was. How red my cheek will be after I get smacked for this one. That's how we know how good it was. Oh, I lost a tooth. Fuck. <laughs> that must have been an all-time classic. It's a Hall of Fame comment right there. <laughs> so, thank you, Mom, for turning me into the smartass that I am. I've been able to hone my skills with your assistance my entire life. <laughs> and now I work for a call center and and supervise a bunch of people <laughs> and try yeah. to con- condition them to speak respectfully to people who are yeah. not speaking respectfully to them. So your career right now is actually trying to undo your own natural tendencies. <laughs> it's people yep. people coming up and complaining to you about stuff or having issues with stuff or whatever. <laughs> or are you having an issue with them? Well, that is why part of sarcasm is great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, man. So it, we that we kind of got to start off here. The theme of this episode is Mother's Day. What we're going to kind of do is just discuss songs that either remind us of our own mothers or songs that are in some way related to the artist's mother that we find really interesting and just see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't have a ton of songs that, especially in the rock realm, I don't have a ton of songs in, that, that are anything close to like itch on topic that that I associate with my mom. I've mentioned it before, but I, I mostly grew up with what they called contemporary Christian music and her playing that. So if you know who Amy Grant is, that's a singer I associate with my mom. <laughs> and, and she is, like I said, nowhere close to to itch range of stuff. <laughs> and so uh, 
I kind of have to leave that one up to you guys, just like I did on the classic rock block a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about how you guys grew up on a different style than I did. It <laughs> it applies here too. Yeah. Yeah. We have some rocking moms. You do. <laughs> I will tell you one thing. Let me say one thing here. I make my mom a, a mix every year, a Christmas mix of, ver- of various Christmas songs, different stuff every year, like the, the coolest versions of stuff I can find of all different styles. And, and she loves those. So those, that's the music I associate with my mom is the Christmas mixes that we listen to because she's a huge fan of Christmas music. So since since you brought that up, I have to ask, did you ever put the Silent Night of uh, Chuck Billy and Scott Ian on one of those? I did not. <laughs> I, have, I have toyed with the idea of making her a rock, like a rock metal one for years, and I've never followed through on actually doing it. <laughs> because I well, just uh, keep thinking she's not going to listen to that one. But maybe if right. I snuck that in amongst a couple of, of easier going Grant tunes, songs. put Amy Grant <laughs> surrounded by Scott Ian and <laughs> maybe Chuck we could make Billy. this work. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, sounded like animal singing silent night. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe that's the trick yeah. I haven't tried yet. <laughs> so I have a really kind of a, a fun, cute story, I guess regarding Ozzy Osbourne's my mom coming home when I was really young my mom used to travel a lot for her job and as a kid I didn't hear lyrics correctly I guess I don't know <laughs> nobody does like, don't worry yeah and so I always thought the song was mama's coming home whatever I don't know I was a kid. yeah whatever whenever she would go on vacation that song always meant a lot to me and I would sing that to her like every time she'd call and like she was on vacation I'd, I'd like sing it to her over the phone I'm like mama when are you coming home I heard the song today uh, when are you coming home? I'm going to sing it to you. And like, <laughs> and so anytime I ever associated her like going on vacation or not, I was, I don't think it was vacation, but for like work business trips, like I, I just always associate with Ozzy Osbourne. Um, even though it's mama, I'm coming home, but I always thought of it. Hey, she's coming home. Yay. Mama's coming <laughs> yeah. home. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that song. She's coming home. Great. It was like a little alarm <laughs> clock for you. You're like, Oh, yeah. This is part of my day. Now I know what's going to happen. <laughs> yep. It's almost tradition. It's tradition. It's tradition. Help me get through it. It's like that episode of The Office where Andy was listening to Closing Time at the end of the workday, like every day, and everybody hated him for it. You were just like, when I hear Ozzy Osbourne, that's when I'm I'm pretty sure mom's yeah. supposed to come home now. <laughs> yep. It might not happen as planned on schedule. It might be not immediately, but it did happen. <laughs> it will always eventually happen. Yep. <laughs> nice. Another song that has been a staple on the Mother's Day episode is, and anytime I hear anybody say the word "mama," I immediately think, "Ha ha!" Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, with the creepy music too. <laughs> yeah. So the Genesis song "Mama," which really technically isn't about mom in general, but yeah. We'll just what? we'll just leave it at that. Oh, <laughs> I was going to ask what it's about, but now I'm not sure if I should. Maybe well, I'll just have to look it up later. It's it's about a mom, but it's it's not his mom. <laughs> you know, I whenever I was kind of looking into mama songs, there's definitely a few of them that are like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. It's, it's definitely about somebody's mama, but <laughs> it's a very different kind of relationship. Than- right. But it's it's still a good song and we play it every year so. Yes. 
when we were in college, I had uh, roommates that I had just had very different taste in most things with before. These are the people I room with before actually rooming with KC. We just didn't overlap on a lot. Uh-huh. The closest thing that we ever really came to was Muse, which which he found to be a I can't remember his exact quote. It was definitely <laughs> offensive. Some of the effect of this, like this band combines like your like love for like chugga chugga guitars with my good taste. Oh. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what was going on there. But anyway, so Muse, so Muse was our, our common bond. But one track that we also both quite enjoyed that was a huge hit song at the time was Fountains of Wayne. And <laughs> there are. <laughs> Glorious song, Stacy's Mom, which is about a kid, a guy going over to uh, to his friend's house. It was his friend was a girl who I believe was interested in him in the song, but he wasn't actually interested in her. He was just all about waiting for her mom to yes. come outside and I don't know, in a swimsuit and water the flowers or whatever she was doing. I don't remember. The, yes. But nonetheless, that one still sticks with me. And and <laughs> For for multiple reasons, not the least of which is that the writer of that song, Adam Schlesinger, uh, passed away last year. And the guy, I think, he has a lot more to his credit than just that song. He has a lot more. Um, but I feel like that is one of his biggest crowning achievements yeah. in terms of like pop pop culture relevance, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, my mom always uh, when that song first came out, she would she would insert and say, "Casey's mom's got it going on." Casey's mom has got it going on. Your and mom. Then I, would, I would I would just have to kind of chuckle and just let that go. <laughs> <laughs> he had a no comment. <laughs> oh boy! Here's a fun fact about that track. Uh, Schlesinger said that that song was inspired by. Um, a friend that he had when he was young who was actually attracted to Schlesinger's grandmother. Okay. Whoa. Not just not, not just, just mom, but grandma. <laughs> wow, a jilf. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. So l- <laughs> let me ask either of you, have either of you ever been attracted to any of your friend's moms? Uh, all right, running through my friends. Or or on the flip side of that, had any of your friends attracted to your mom? I don't think so. At least nobody. Uh, I don't recall feeling that way about anybody. And if anybody was feeling that way, the other way, they didn't say anything about it. So yeah, that, I'm pretty much in the same boat there. Yeah, I I can't really think of anybody. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I I don't remember <laughs> ever having like a a crush on anybody's mom, uh, but most of my friends' moms were fairly older though. Like I had a younger mom than most people. Yeah. I was, I was really hoping when you asked that question that it was a lead in because you were going to tell a story. About yeah. Your own. <laughs> there was like one my, time. Yeah. My friend's mom. Holy cow. My friend, <laughs> but, Eric. <laughs> but no, <laughs> maybe we'll put that, that, that out there for listeners. Do you have any Stacy's mom stories? If so, we would love to hear them. Um, <laughs> I, I can't imagine like that's got to be awkward like 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 you hey can I come over to your house is your mom home right <laughs> that's literally what that song is <laughs> uh, let me know when she's home and then I'll come hang out yeah, yeah exactly. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to make of all that but <laughs> now I, <laughs> I I will say 
I did have a girlfriend who had a hot mom. That okay, all right. You're just like, uh, you know, kind of second guessing. <laughs> <laughs> second guessing? <laughs> no, I meant like, you know, should I? You know, not second guessing, but you know, mind starts wondering. I guess. Yeah. Especially, especially in high school. He's like, am I going after the right woman in this family? <laughs> it appears that there are multiple options. Can I get both? No. Oh, <laughs> that's a whole different thing right there. I don't I don't want to go down that path. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, uh, man. Maybe we should get back into some sweeter ones. How about I got I got one for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this one I'm excited to mention because. Even though I don't think anybody on the itch is a terribly big fan of this band, we just have a proclivity for bringing them up. And I don't. Are you guys familiar with the Twenty One Pilots track "House of Gold"? Yeah. Yes. You know that one. I think yeah. that song is precious. It's Ooh. it's him singing about it, huh? <laughs> precious. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard that word <laughs> describe a song before, but okay. I mean, it's just a whole thing. Of, explain of, yourself. I shall explain myself. Let me look up the lyrics real quick. So, okay. I, I think that song is precious. And the reason is it, the whole thing is just it, him singing a tribute to how he's going to take care of his mother as she gets older. Yes. The, 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 the beginning of the song is she asked me, son, when I grow old, will you buy me a house of gold? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you the queen. I'm going to, he said, I'll cure you of disease. Like he's, it's this, it's a, I mean, it's a big promise and it's, it's one you only have so much control over, but I, I just, I thought it was a very sweet sentiment that, you know, she's asking for that care and that reassurance that she'll be, you know, loved as she, as she ages, especially cause she says like, um, when your father turns to stone, will you take care of me? So like when he's either, you know, emotionally absent or, or passed on or whatever, you know, will you still be there? And he's like, yep, I got you. <laughs> and so, so for that reason, we, we've found ourselves a good 21 pilots song and, we can give them a little bit of credit for that. And plus, I believe he plays that one on the ukulele. And yes, yes. and I'm a huge sucker for the ukulele. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, a good song. It, it is. is. And plus, he somehow, a ukulele song to his mama, he somehow includes a scream towards the yes, end where he's, at he the says, end, like, yeah. become someone. Yes, he he yeah. yells. And I'm like, how did you get that in there? That's That's well played, sir. So I'm just throwing that one out there. You guys got any more that, that are in, in that range of things? I don't know if it's quite in that range, but uh, the Pink Floyd uh, song Mother is one of my favorites. And uh, Dan and I, I actually saw Roger Waters live and he did a really cool thing in concert where he they played like the track that he recorded in the 70s. And then he he sung over the track like live, in addition oh. to, and it, it sounded really cool. It was it was a really cool part of the show. Yeah, that show was amazing. Yeah, I love when those artists can take the songs from from back in their history, and um, I don't know if reinterprets the word necessarily there, but I don't know, freshen them. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> was something it was just... interesting with them. Yeah. yeah, it was just a different spin on the song. I mean, and then you had the wall building up in the background as as the concert's going on. But but it yeah. was just it was just really cool. Yeah. 
one of my favorite uh, mama songs is a song by Metallica called Mama Said. And we always tend to play this every Mother's Day because for one, it's it's a Metallica song. It is about his mom, but it's really an interesting song because it is a country song. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is Metallica, who's like one of the heaviest bands on, on you know, I guess not like the heaviest, but one of the heaviest rock bands anyway. Uh, out there and uh, to hear them sing a country song about his mom is just <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome to be honest. What, what, what album is that from? Is that from garage or what uh, is that load? It's on, it's on load? load. Okay. Load, yeah. yeah. All right. I'll have to go back and find that one. Cause I, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's a pretty good song. Like load was actually one of my first Metallica albums. And I just remember like, hearing that song and was I'm blown away about the variety of music on one album uh, from a band at the time. Cause I was 10 or something. Like hmm. that. I think it was yeah no, was somewhere around there. I was 12. Yeah. I was 12 when this album came out. So yeah, it was just, you know, you know, it was not, it was like this was the first, it was the first Metallica album I had ever gotten and, and uh, made quite an impact on me, especially like with songs like hero of the day, which just were slow and then kind of fast paced and just got really hard at the heavy at the, into the song a lot of people didn't like that album whatsoever but it's one of my favorite metallica albums yeah yeah you mentioned that before and one of these days we're gonna have to do like a full episode all right i got i got one for you not really a personal story but like i said we mentioned last week there's a lot of tracks out there i think that exist that are um how do we put this people think of their moms in their final moments in a lot of songs so we mentioned bohemian rhapsody you know, mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head, pulled the trigger. Now he's dead. He's he, he that guy's done. He's he's not going to see her again. He's he's on his way to the gallows. Sticks renegade. The guy's literally on his way to the gallows. Um, it's the same kind of thing. And and um, another one to add to that list. I uh, don't know if you guys remember the My Chemical Romance song. I know they're not super itch favorites, but they are a notable band. Um, yeah. And so the Black Parade had had a track called Mama, and the whole song was basically uh, this soldier at war um, kind of it almost plays out like a letter writing home to mom that uh, to sort of repair their fractured relationship because he's he he knows that he's probably not coming home from this war. Um, And so it's a very interesting track and, and on a very interesting album. And on top of that. Uh, the song features Liza Minnelli, which is a wild <laughs> cameo yeah. to be on a My Chemical Romance album. <laughs> and so I found that very much worth worth noting. And we also have to definitely throw out the song Mama Didn't Raise No Fool by Primus. Oh my yep. gosh. How did I forget <laughs> about that? Like I literally was making a list of Mama songs and that didn't show up. Yeah, we play that every single year. It's our Primus song of the year, our Primus uh, Mother's Day song of the year. Yeah, we have we have tons of uh, of holiday Primus songs, and that that is definitely one of them. For anybody who who's not followed along meticulously to this podcast, as as I know most listeners don't follow along meticulously to every podcast they listen to, um, we've done a rock radio show in St. Louis for the last sixteen years, and one of our weekly features is primus timus where we play a track from primus every single show every single week and as casey said we have some holiday themed ones we like to to put a 
few of the Primus tracks in specific places. And so Mama Didn't Raise No Fool um, is the Mama's Day song. Also, my probably my favorite song on... Oh, that's a tough one, actually. Might be my favorite. Might be my favorite <laughs> on song a, on Antipop. On Electric Uncle Sam gives it a run for its money. Man, Antipop's also a good song, too. Antipop yeah. itself is all like those are probably the top three. Oh, just as a side note, Antipop is is Les Claypool's least favorite Primus album because <laughs> yes. it, they went through so much trouble getting it made and things were just not well within the band at that point. But somehow they still turned out a pretty great album with a great song about how Mama didn't raise no fool. So yeah, that that whole album is one of my favorites, even though they don't like it. It's just <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad they did it. Thanks, Primus, for, yes. for sticking yeah. through those troubles. <laughs> Sorry that you had to go on hiatus, but but we really like that album. <laughs> hey, if hiatus is what it takes to get Green Nagahide, I will take it because anything <laughs> is better than the last two albums that they put out. Speaking of Primus, um, they're coming to town, but they're and it's going to be in September. But they're coming to town to play the full length version yeah. of A Farewell to Kings. Yes. Which is a yeah. Rush album. Yeah. yeah. They, they were supposed to do that before COVID hit, and I still don't want to go. Yeah, neither <laughs> do I. Okay. <laughs> okay, how about how about this? Do you guys mind if I take us into the rap world for a minute? Sure. Sure. Because I've got two great songs. Not, you know, not rock, not not technically <laughs> itch stuff, but fantastic ones. One from the legendary LL Cool J. Of course. With the famous Mama Said Knock You Out. <laughs> which if you want to talk about a mama's boy mama told him what to do and he's gonna go do it and <laughs> and that song still to this day has a dope beat and and anytime somebody's mama's telling them to knock somebody out i don't know that's just yeah. that's a powerful mama you don't want to anger yeah she might she might send her boy to take you down you know how sometimes you just have like a weird associate like a totally random association of a song to some memory yes um i have a weird association of that song to a memory it's it's growing up visiting my grandparents house i don't know i was probably a teenager maybe i guess it would have been in the 90s i could have been earlier than a teenager because that song was probably fairly new and my cousin who was maybe 10 or so at that time i have a memory of him running around the house singing mama said knock you out but replacing the word mama with all the other members of his family and so he would he would go through it and he would say his brother's name said knock you out it was his sister's name said knock you out so i have no idea why he was singing that or what was going on but i just thought it was really funny and it stuck with me for the entirety of my life i'm gonna tell him that he made a cameo in this episode just so he can listen to that bit he probably doesn't even remember doing that but, but apparently his whole family was telling him to knock somebody out. So <laughs> did he run around the house and actually like hit things or did he? No, he was just kind of like, you know, like kind of just singing to himself. It was just, he was just roaming around doing his thing, but I, <laughs> it was funny. And, and it gave me, it gave me entertainment. All right. So sorry, my mom's five, two. And, uh, you know, she's always kind of been a short, like, but she's really kind of strong, I guess yeah. for being yeah. so short. Uh, I had a, a t-shirt in high school that she bought me actually. Um, well, I pointed out to her and she thought it was great. And so she bought it for me. <laughs> and because of this t-shirt, she, she always said that every time she went to parent teacher conferences, she, she would get some crazy responses from teachers like, Oh, I thought you were going to be this big lady. Cause the t-shirt that I would wear, it used to say, my mom could beat up your dad. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I wore it all throughout high school, all four years. I still actually have it. 
I think I remember seeing you wear that in college. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also, this is a weird recurring theme of the podcast. Like three times now, like Dan has talked about shirts that and I've been had, like, I think I remember you wearing years. that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dan's shirts last a long time. He <laughs> buys high quality products. <laughs> they last forever. I take care of my stuff. What can I say? He, he does. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so like every time she showed up at the parent teach conferences, they expected her to be this big burly woman. And she's five, two little, you know, tiny, tiny, tiny lady. Um, but you know, she's strong and, and could definitely knock some people out. As I, as I already explained, she was, she had the quickest backhand ever. <laughs> now I'm just imagining your mom, like, like backhanding people at the parent teacher conferences. Like, <laughs> that would be intense. No, but uh, no. And actually I, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Mother's Day because this year I got her a. She always takes those fucking cups, those coolie cups around. Yeah, and I yeah. got her, uh, her one that says Mamasaurus because she's now my kid's mama. Of and course, says, Mama Mamasaurus, don't mess with me or you'll get giraffe kicked. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, okay. okay. I think I, yeah. I think I saw something similar online somewhere. Uh, I thought it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes. Uh, so speaking of uh, my mom, so one of the songs that and this is pretty much like the last song that I really have any association with one, one of the songs that I make sure to always play on our radio show uh, every every Mother's Day is a song called Children of the Sun by Billy Thorpe. And I don't really go into much detail because it's a radio show. Our job's really the, to be there and just announce a song. But one of the reasons why I absolutely love this song, for one, it's one of my mom's favorite songs. But my mom's always been the type of person that, you know, no matter what we've done or what I'm doing, she's always telling me, you can do better. You can always, you can do whatever you want to do. And that's one reason why I've done the radio show. That's one reason why we do the podcast, because she's always had that type of mentality. It's never, it's never been like, oh, you can't do that. You, know, you shouldn't even waste your time doing that. Um, she's always been very supportive of anything that I've tried to do. And with this song, Children of the Sun, the lyrics are kind of exactly like that. Like one of the, at least that's how I interpreted it, how I, how I always interpreted them. Um, you know, they pass the limits of imagination through the door to the world of another time. And on a journey of a thousand lifetimes with the children of the sun, they started to climb. Children of the sun, no more gravity, nothing holding them down, floating endlessly as their ship leaves the ground. So mm. I, I don't know. I just always felt like it was you can go anywhere, you can do anything kind of is like what this song meant. And and that's always been her attitude with me. And that's one reason why I feel like I, I've been, or at least that I've made it to where I am is because I have had that support and I've never, she's, there's never been a time where she's naysayed and said, you can't do that. You're wasting your time going into radio or you're wasting your time just doing that show for, for fun. Um, it's, it's never been like that. It's, it's, it's always been very supportive and I, I can't, stress how much that means to me and 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 that's why one reason why this play why we always play this song every mother's day yeah. children of the sun by billy thorpe <laughs> well dang i can't top that that's yeah that's good i think you just got something we're gonna have to like clip and like make a like a video <laughs> of or something yeah yeah that's that's really good she's very supportive of the radio show except for on mother's day itself yes yes in yes. which case in which case no stop that <laughs> yeah they always they always are guaranteed to listen up until the end of the classic rock block after that i can't guarantee that they're going to be listening. <laughs> yeah yeah that's true that's true <laughs> yes and 
the funny thing about my parents is like they are, they love their patio and their their backyard, their deck. So they like they'll sit out there. It could be 90, 100 degrees outside. They'll still be out there and, and listening to our radio show every Sunday night. And they have the speakers. And so like they're out there playing, playing on the speakers. And I guarantee you that three or four of their neighbors probably hear our show, too, every Sunday night as well. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if that's what it takes to get the audience, you know. Exactly. exactly. It's like a word of mouth thing, sort of, sort of. <laughs> it's a forcing sort other people of. to listen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and an ear, an ear to mouth. <laughs> Something like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything that I have that you know that personal of a sentimental story about. That's a great. That's a great story. Um, I do have one more legendary rap song about moms <laughs> Go um, ahead. And, then, and, then, and then another story that, that is, it's not, it actually sort of is somewhat personal. It's just not necessarily connected to me and my own mother, but I want to draw attention to one song that should be on everybody's list of like best songs actually to a mom, which is Tupac and his song, dear mama, which was just such a fascinating track because it, it talks about the complexity of his relationship with her, but also like how much he still, you know, adores her and loves her and whatnot. And coming from, you know, a gangster rapper. And so it's this right. guy who's like whole thing is in some degree or another is like, you know, being hard, being street tough and all that. And then he's just singing this, this incredibly sentimental, really beautiful song of tribute to his, to his mother, you know, his, his black queen, he said, he called her and, so, yeah, I thought that was worth noting. Again, not an itch track, but we're doing Mama's Tribute. You're not going to find too many more powerful ones than than Tupac Shakur's Dear Mama. Yeah, yes. and Tupac was a phenomenal lyricist. Yeah, yeah I, I think that really is. I think that song is one of his greatest masterpieces. Maybe his maybe his is actual greatest. I don't know for sure. Yeah, it's hard with Tupac. It's, it's hard to put, you know, one song above any others, to be honest. You know, I'm always trying to do that, and it's really not a necessary thing to do with your, with your, you know, appreciation of stuff. I'm always looking for what's <laughs> what's my, what's the best, what's my all time favorite. But uh, maybe it's a little bit exaggeration, but nonetheless, it certainly is a masterpiece among the the number of things that he created. I feel like everything in your head is just a list. I think you're right. I'm all the time ranking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Top five. Can't organize anything without putting it on a list. Yeah. This episode, my original <laughs> idea was that it was going to be top 10 songs about your mom. And <laughs> we abandoned that concept. And I think that what we've got going on here is better. But that was still my default idea. That would be weird. Let's be honest, though. Also, people love lists. I bet that our listenership would grow if we started doing top 10 episodes of stuff um, because then people could be like, Oh, you guys are idiots. That's not even in the top 30 of that ca- random category. That's super subjective. I have to admit, I do click on some clickbait ads that have lists just to right? see where they rank people. <laughs> right. It's, it's so natural. We're so inclined towards that. <laughs> All right. I got one more, but I, I, what do you guys have anything else that you particularly wanted to get to? Um, I was going to just mention, um that my mom is she's really big fan of um going out to karaoke and Mm. she she's one of the type of people where she could hear any song in almost any genre and know the words to the song and sing and sing along and so she always loves like bad company and kansas and 
Alanis Morissette. And it just, every time I hear certain, certain songs, I think of going on like road trips and listen to songs in the car on the cassette deck. Like we make mixtapes essentially and sing different songs. But uh, also my mom's been huge supporter of our show over the years. And I yes. wanted to bring up the story of uh, the itch cobbler. Yes. <laughs> yes. I knew you were going to mention yes. it. Yes. I've waited the entirety oh, of this angry. podcast for Casey to get oh. to the itch cobbler story. I'll never forget the itch cobbler. That was, <laughs> that made it all worth it. Yeah. So we're, we're doing the radio show and all of a sudden my, my mom calls in like, Hey, I have something for you. I'm like, okay, what, what's this? I'm like, Oh, it's a peach cobbler with pie crust that spelled the word itch on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we glorious. just uh, ate that in the in the break room while we we're doing the radio show. Yeah, we probably ate a whole co- a whole cobbler collectively. <laughs> I don't know if that thing survived the night or not. We definitely had our share. Uh, it it was gone by the night was over. I'm sure, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, you're talking about three grown ass men, <laughs> big grown ass men. <laughs> With nobody telling them they can't. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to go to yeah. town on each cobbler. This was exciting what, yeah. stuff. One of those grown ass men just had their mom deliver cobbler. Hell yeah, we're going to eat all that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. I'm not going to oh, lie. So Ev- good. I-, I think about each cobbler more often than one should. And... <laughs> <laughs> and every all all the time for for years i'd go back to the radio was that was that a mother's day thing what was the occasion you said it was an anniversary show no i don't I was, remember i don't i don't I even think remember it was an anniversary show to be honest it might have been i don't remember for sure but i remember like every year after that i would always wonder in the back of my head like is she gonna bring Hitch Cobbler again? Because yeah, when's this gonna happen some more? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was more than three of us in the studio, and that's one reason why it went so quickly. That's probably true. Yeah, it might have been way back when we had other people. Well, and I think that's what, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it was on an anniversary where we had more than yeah three or four people. There. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. It was it was early on in the show's existence. I know that, but but yes, uh, but yeah, it's great. <laughs> but yes, thank you, thank you, mom, for uh, for all the musical influences over the years. Yes, mm-hmm. and the support for both of our moms. Like, there's no doubt that if it wasn't for my mom and Casey's mom, that we would not be doing the show anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm serious because, like, like I've, I've mentioned this before. It's on the radio. You cannot tell that anybody's listening. You really have no idea. And there's there was especially in the first two, like honestly, in the first five years, we had no idea anybody was listening. It was so hard to get any kind of feedback, and it just felt like. We were just there doing it for ourselves. So just getting that support and that feedback from our moms, knowing that they were always listening and always had something to say, mostly, you know, mostly positive feedback at the end of the show. You know, it just it meant a lot. It helped get us through those early years where we didn't have any listenership. We didn't have any way of communicating with with people. There was no social media at the time. Uh, So the only way that people could communicate with us was the phone number. But then we were also told that we couldn't give out the phone number either. Yeah. So like it was, yeah. it was, it was a really connected. weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was just, it, if it wasn't for their support and then knowing that they're at least listening and, and I mean, obviously, you know, my dad gets put in there too, cause he's always listening with my mom, but just knowing that those were the, those, our parents were always listening really helped get us through those early years where we just had no way of knowing no feedback. And we didn't even know if we were doing a good job or had a good product or a good show, yeah. you know, we're just, doing what we did because we wanted to do it and that's honestly that's why i've always done this is just because i want to do it but 
it is nice to get feedback and, and just know that, you know, you're not doing it just uh, and wasting other people's times just because they don't, they don't like what you're saying or doing or, or playing or whatever. Yep. So obviously most of us wouldn't be actually, uh, let me start that. Away. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously all of us would not be here if it were not for our mother. So thank you very much to all of our mothers, especially our mothers in particular. Uh, it's meant a lot to all the support that they provided. And thank you to everybody who's listening. We do appreciate your support as well. And my name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. You've been listening to the Itch Podcast. And until next time, rock on! If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the show. We've got plenty of links in the show notes to continue the conversation, including the episode's playlist. And you can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, or through Gmail and itchrocks.com, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. All your mothers! Is she going to bring Itch Cobbler again?